Welcome to Nonprofit Success, the podcast that's all about being the ultimate marketing and promotion resource for nonprofit leaders. I'm Justin Raymond, and today we're going to talk email data. Now, I don't know if you're like me or not when it comes to this, but I love looking at the data. And now I think it's because I love the aspect of creating the whole marketing campaign, everything from the idea to the messaging to the creation of the actual material that we send out to all the way to the results to what happened afterwards. So just having the ability to have a hand in everything from the beginning to the creation to the end result, it's just amazing because whenever you send out something, you know, you just wait for stuff to happen. You just wait for the results, right? It's like you spend all of this time working on this email marketing campaign for whatever your goal is, for whatever you're trying to drive traffic to. And you spend so much time writing copy, so much time on the subject line, so much time on the call to action, so much time on the landing page, so much time on the form, so much time on all of these processes and all of these things that have to be made before you send it out. You cross your fingers and you hope it's successful. But it's not always successful, and that's okay. And that's when it becomes a learning experience. So I want to use this episode to share with you how I look at email data, how I look at the data, the metrics, after I send an email out, and I'm able to see what happened with that email. I'm able to see what happened this time compared to last time. Was it successful? Was it not successful? So let's jump into it. Let's pretend you just sent out an email campaign. Now, it says, I mean, I guess best practices probably change all the time. (laughs) But if I was you, after you send out an email, wait 48 hours to jump into the area on whatever email marketing platform you're using to look at the email data. Wait 48 hours after you send an email out or longer, depending on what your schedule is. Go in there and look at the data of the last email you sent out. Look at how many emails sent versus how many emails delivered. Look at the delivered percentage. And now one of the things before I do this, uh, before I jump into looking at individual email campaigns, you need to have a master spreadsheet for all the email campaigns you ever send out. The spreadsheet is very important for looking at email champions and for looking at trends. So I suggest creating a spreadsheet with the email name, with the audience you're sending it to, the specific mailing list, the type of email it is, whether it's fundraising, whether it's volunteering, whether it's newsletter, etc. So you gotta compare apples to apples. The subject line, the time, the day, the date, the open rate, the opens, the clicks, the click percentage, the click-through rates, form fills, maybe it's possible webinar registrations, notes, unsubscribes, spam complaints. And I know that was a lot. And it might be a lot to fill in. Actually, it probably will be a lot to fill in if you sent out a lot of email marketing campaigns. But trust me, if you have this spreadsheet, it provides so much information and so much insight into what you sent out 
and for what you will send out. It's truly amazing. Before I send out any email campaign, I dive into this spreadsheet. I compare apples to apples. Let's say you're sending out a newsletter. Select all the newsletters on your list. Look to see which ones had the most opens. Look to see which ones had the most clicks. And so you can see which subject lines are most effective. You can see what times and days are most effective. And then you can also see what content and, and what call to actions are most effective, all in this data. So you look at the data first before you even send out any email. And it's extremely helpful. And your emails will be more effective because of it, because you'll see the trends. You'll see if it's trending positively or negatively, and you'll know which email formats are more effective, which subject line types are more effective. And you're more likely to be more successful in your email marketing campaigns. But anyway, sorry for that um, tangent right there, but I just wanted to make that known. I just want to show you the importance of that before I dive into this email job that I was going to go over with you. So pull up your last email job, look at it. You probably see the delivered percentage, the opens, the clicks, possibly form fills, depending on what you're using and look at it. Now, if you have an email spreadsheet or if you know off the top of your head, what your average open rate is for that specific type of email, like the newsletter, compare it. Is the open rate higher or lower? If it's lower, try to figure out why it's lower. Look at your data. Look at your previous emails. Did you send it at a different time? Did you send it at a different day? Was the subject line not clear enough? Was the subject line not enticing enough for people to open it? Or did you just send it on a bad day? Like, was it a holiday and people just didn't happen to check their emails? Or did you change up the from? Did you try something new and people didn't know who it was from, so they didn't open it? Look at the clicks. Compare the clicks between the last newsletter you sent out and this newsletter. Did you get more or less clicks? Was it because of the content you put in? Did you change the call to actions? Yeah, did they just not like the blog you put in there? Was it just not relevant to your audience? Did you put too much on the newsletter so the ones so the content at the top got clicked but not the bottom of the content? You might find that sometimes. And when you have a newsletter, you are able to put more content on it. You are able to put more things on it, but you don't want to overwhelm people. Like maybe five things is probably okay. But if you go more than that, not everything is going to get looked at. Not everything is going to get clicked at. People might find one or two things on that newsletter and that'll be it. They'll be done with it. So when you're making a newsletter, make sure you put the most important stuff at the top. The most important stuff you want people to see, the most important things you want people to do at the top of the newsletter. So look at the clicks. See how many clicks you got. What was the click-through rate? If you're over 3% click-through rate, that's awesome. That's great. Um, that means you're on your way to doing it, doing it right. Like you're doing it right. So be happy with that. And I don't know about you, but anytime I see open rate over 20%, I am happy. But it also depends on your previous emails. What's your average open rates for that specific email? Is it over 20%? Is it under 20%? Is it over 30? Is it over 40? 
If your newsletter is over 40% open rate on average, and this one was 30 or 20, there's something really wrong there. So you need to compare the newsletters and see what happened. See what you did differently and what affected that outcome. So open rates, clicks are important. Form fills extremely important because that's ultimately what you're driving, right? Whether it's registering for a 5K, whether it's getting donors to fill out a monthly donor form, whether it's volunteers, and that's truly how you measure your ROI, right? When you come, when you send out emails. Something else to look at, though, that I mentioned in a couple episodes uh, ago is unsubscribes. How many people are unsubscribed from your email every time you send an email out? Now, unsubscribes aren't necessarily bad, but it depends how many people are unsubscribing. Are you getting 10 subscribes every time or just one? Make sure you look at that. If you're getting 10 plus unsubscribes, maybe even six plus unsubscribes every time you send out an email, there's a problem there. The people in your audience could become in their ma- in your mailing list in a number of ways. I mean, you could have just found a list and, and uploaded it yourself. Or they could come in through events, through volunteer activities, all of these other things. However, you're getting emails into your database. And those people don't want to receive your content. Or maybe the content that you're delivering is not relevant. So if you're getting a lot of unsubscribes, you might want to reconsider what you're sending out. And so if that's the case, I would reach out to your audience. Send them a survey. Ask them what content they want to see, what they want to see, how often they want to see it. Ask for their suggestions. Ask for their input. Everybody loves delivering their input. Everyone loves being heard. So that's a great opportunity there. So when you look at your email campaigns, you need to compare apples to apples. So your master email spreadsheet versus whatever you send out. Look at your opens, look at your delivered percentage, look at your clicks, your click-through rates, your form fills, the number of visits to wherever you want to send people, number of form fills, and then record that on that master email spreadsheet. So you can go to it next time, figure out your champions, figure out what are your most effective emails and what you should do and what you shouldn't do. So I hope that I didn't create too much work for you and that this has been helpful Uh, from an email standpoint. Now, I do these things every time I send out an email, um, but you're more likely to be more effective and get the results you're looking for if you do these things. And so you have questions about emails, feel free to reach out to me on LinkedIn, Justin Raymond, and you can get the uh, link in the podcast uh, URL area. So I hope you have a great day and uh, good luck with your email marketing campaigns.